Support for Two Beards, Please provided by Cedarburg Associates at Thriven Financial. While others see money as a goal, Cedarburg Associates see it as a tool for serving God, family, and community. Find out more by contacting Cedarburg Associates at 262-421-5467 or by emailing cedarburgassociates at thrivent.com. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. And welcome to our show, Two Beards, Please. We are two Wisconsin guys with houses full of women. Which sounded a lot better when we were in our 20s. We're both married with two daughters each, and we will be getting together monthly to talk about life, tell stories, and try to make each other laugh. And hopefully, you too. Hello and welcome to Two Beards Please, episode 10. Episode 10. This is so we have to extend our title space now because we have two numbers in the episode name. <laughs> I mean, they're not big numbers, but there's two of them. They're two digits. Two yes. digits. Two digits. 10. Ten. Halloween. We're going to talk about Halloween this month. Mm. Ooh, spooky. Spooky, scary. So we've got a few different things we want to talk through as far as Halloween goes. But before we get into our topic, I wanted to read a comment that I got from one of our listeners yeah. uh, who also happens to be a friend of mine from college who is currently living in Texas with his family. Okay. So this is the note I got. Hey, Nate, I've really enjoyed listening to these episodes through Spotify. When my mother passed, I fell off the planet. These are a great helping hand at feeling normal again. Thanks for your sense of humor and ability to share it. As we say in Texas, I appreciate y'all. That was from Mike in Texas. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. This is why we do this. Yep. You know, Andrew and I, when we started this, our goal was to make people laugh and have fun doing it. We're accomplishing it in both of our goals. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> two I for mean, two. Yeah, and whenever we get together, we always try to make each other laugh and make people laugh. And, uh, you know, laughter is such an important part of just life yeah getting sort of those things that bog you down a little bit of release a little relief it's really nice to hear back from people that have laughter is the best medicine oh man it's like <laughs> philosophy 101 in here let's start we're gonna have to start charging for college credits uh that was nice to hear from mike <laughs> yeah thank and you mike next episode we'll probably do some more listener feedback i've gotten a few other things but i wanted to make sure we got mike's yeah. comment out there because those are the big ones this is a couple now that we've had people that have had family members pass yeah. away and we've been able to help be part of that healing process and that means a lot to us absolutely yeah it makes uh puts into perspective what we're doing a little bit makes us feel better so hopefully we make other people feel better absolutely Let's get into our topic for this month. Halloween. Okay. And the first thing I wanted to talk about were costumes. Okay. Specifically <laughs> specifically as a kid. All right. What was your favorite costume that you had as a kid? Or pick one, pick two, one. three, whatever. So, um, I've got a couple. It, so I don't get yelled at for not letting you yeah, have a couple. Well, I, I, yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the rules being fair. <laughs> you know, it's just something I strive towards. What I remember from my earliest Halloween memory until I stopped trick-or-treating was I was either a pirate or a hobo, right? Because none of the store costumes fit. Yeah. At some point in my life, very early in my life, none of those like Superman, yep. Batman, yep. Space Guy, none of that stuff fit me. So my mom was like, well, I got this bandana and we could like take some of this makeup and draw a beard on your face and you could be a hobo. That's, that's where it started. Yeah, that's where it all started. So I was a hobo for a while and then like 
from hobo to pirate is a really easy transformation. It's just an eye patch. Yeah, you just add an eye patch. Yeah. So you you dress exactly like a hobo <laughs> and then put an eye patch on. Arr! And change the way you talk. Arr! Trick or treat, you know? So I was a hobo or a pirate for as long as I can remember. Okay, so um, you didn't vary a whole lot. No, it was basically like, here's an old shirt we're going to rip up and then... Hey, I have a bandana. Oh, look, we found an old eye patch from your grandpa. Now you can be a pirate. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> that was it. Now, did you ever have, like, the fake sword or anything um, to go no. along with the pirate costume? No, no, that would, no, that would cost money. I think I had, like, a, a stick sometimes. Okay, you know? so and you, you as, made a pretend sword. Well, and, but as a hobo, the stick was the thing over you the carried shoulder over the, the shoulder, and then as a yep. pirate, it was your sword. Yeah, I mean, it was all, you know, just tra- year after year. Year, it would just switch back and forth. My parents never got the store-bought, store-bought right. costume with the plastic masks. I think maybe once. I think my sister had had one where yeah. it was like a Barbie doll or something sure. or princess. The ones that clearly stand out to me as my favorites. One in retrospect, now looking back on it, it was really an awesome costume that okay. I would have wish I would have appreciated more at the time. <laughs> yeah. And the other one was my favorite at the time. All so right. my favorite at the time was you've seen the movie Star Wars, right? Yeah. You remember the sand people with their little robes yeah, the and the Jawas. blacked out yeah. uh, the face? Yeah. Yeah, the Jawas. Yeah. Yes. I don't know that she was necessarily going for this look, <laughs> but she's she, probably trying to do a hobo. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she got extremely creative with this. So she bought this, I think it was a dark green fabric. Mm-hmm. I remember very clearly. So she made this robe with a hood out of the dark green fabric. Uh-huh. And then she bought like a black cheesecloth type thing that yeah. you could see through. Uh, wow. And so she then she wasn't done yet. She rigged up some Christmas lights where it was like two light bulbs yeah, as the, the eyes, eyes. Wow. and ran down to a nine volt battery and it was pretty slick so my sister and i were walking around obviously not the safest thing in the world to have well, a, you know the cheesecloth the cheesecloth over your face, right? over yeah, your face. No. yeah but extremely cool yeah you, know, you very couldn't see cool. your face and you know we had the i think the thing that i liked about it the most was the the christmas lights for the eyes yeah. had the, the red eyes going yeah that's awesome so it's pretty cool the other favorite that i had this was the one in retrospect all right uh, she spent a whole boatload of time making us a California Raisins costume. No Do you remember way. the California? Oh, yeah, dude. The, the dancing raisins yeah. where- Saxophone. Literally, it was everywhere. I Heard mean, it through the grapevine, All right? of, yep. Yeah. All of the, it was, it was a, for those of you who don't know, the California Raisins, it was a commercial mm-hmm. where they had these dancing raisins that ended up being in like, Happy Meal toys. Oh, yeah. They were huge pop and, culture icons. Oh, awesome. Throughout, this was probably the late 80s, I yeah. think, at the time. Yeah. She made these costumes with, included like newspaper stuffing so that we actually look like raisins. Yeah, that was- and before you didn't need this <laughs> stuffing to look like a raisin, right? Yeah. Now I just like, you know, put yeah. a trash bag on your raisin. That was probably my favorite costume, again, in retrospect, uh, that at the time I don't think I appreciated sure. it as much as I do sure. now, the, the amount of work that she put into it. It was pretty epic. It was. It is there, was are there, yeah. is there video or picture evidence of any of this stuff? Uh, neither of those two, but oh, there boy. is a picture of my <laughs> least favorite costume, <laughs> which we'll get into next. All right. All right, good. Uh, what was your least favorite costume? Well, I mean, it's a toss-up, right? It's a toss-up between the, the hobo and the pirate. I mean, I guess it depended on if I wanted to have depth perception or not. <laughs> that was that was the only deciding factor between the hobo and the pirate. <laughs> I love my mom. Not going to create a California Raisin costume for she me. She wasn't exactly a no, Pinterest no, person? No no. no, no. I think she knows what a sewing machine is. <laughs> I think. 
my least favorite costume. All right. I think this was tied to Halloween, <laughs> but it was also tied to, <laughs> do you remember uh, as a kid, the riff program at school? No. Reading is fundamental. No, I don't. We had so, book it, I think. It was, Did you have book it? No, it was, this was, I think, our version of book it where sure. every quarter or w- twice a year, right. we, we got a free book from the riff okay. program, the reading okay. is fundamental program. One year, I, I was, I think I was probably fourth grade, maybe third grade. The newspaper came in and they had this program for the riff program. All right where they wanted people to dress as literary characters. So my mom, of course, volunteered me that I was doing <laughs> yeah, this yeah. and made me this horrible, and when I say horrible, <laughs> I mean, it looked pretty cool. Sure. But for me, as a fourth grader, I was embarrassed. I did not want to do this. This was not my idea. Okay. My mother being the, her force of personality <laughs> yeah. decided I was doing yeah, this. Well, so, sure. yeah. So she took this old green shirt that we had. It was literally a long sleeve shirt that she cut the sleeves off to make a tunic out of for me <laughs> and a hat and boots. Okay. All right. So imagine this. And that, that wasn't bad enough. So I think she made me wear green tights too. Of course. So I was Peter Pan. Peter Pan. I was Peter Pan. <laughs> so she made me this little green hat to go, uh-huh. you know, Peter Pan uh-huh. and the, the booties and the, the green tights. The green tights and the that green wasn't, shirt dress. That thing. wasn't bad enough. Tunic, sorry. The, the, the tunic, yes. <laughs> yeah. That This all wasn't bad enough. She made me dye my hair red oh. for some reason. That's when you had hair. I have a picture I'll, of this one. We have to put this up on the social media. So <laughs> we will. Okay. So I got my picture in the newspaper as part of this. Oh, you were like. Which was like, even even worse. It's like the social media of the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> you were famous. Yep. And of course, I also had my backpack with my normal clothes get sure. thrown into the girl's bathroom. Well, yeah, because you're wearing tights and a dress. I'm sorry, a tunic. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, I'm going to show you the picture. I'm going to zoom in on mine. Oh, yeah. There's that's, fourth grade Nate. That's pretty epic, though, man. Your mom. She, like I said. She didn't mess around. It was a great costume that yeah. she made basically out of nothing. Right. Yeah. yeah I got my <laughs> face and name in the paper. Good job, Nate. And this was saved for, you know, my mom made me, uh, uh, as for a graduation gift, a kind of a scrapbook oh, with sure. all the pictures right. and newspaper clippings and whatnot. So, yeah. That's a good that one. Was, oh, I hated that That's costume. A good one. I was so angry. <laughs> there was another costume that I had that I loved, but all right. <laughs> it ended up backfiring. So I had this mask. This was the only time I had a mask. It was a rubber mask that was like this goofy face. And for some reason, I decided I needed green skin to go with it. (laughs) So of course course you did. My mom decides, okay, well, here's how we're going to do this. We're going to take some hand lotion and put green food coloring. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, put it all over my arms and uh, my neck to go with this this mask. Uh What I didn't realize. It soaks time, into your skin. Was that green food coloring doesn't exactly wash off. Well, no, because it's a dye. Yeah. And that the hand lotion so, soaks into your skin. Yes. So I was essentially dye. short-term the, tattooing myself yeah, with yeah. full green skin. You were like a chubby little Hulk. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I think I had this for three weeks before it finally all wow, washed off. that's so, impressive. Yeah, it was, it was pretty rough. I mean, the costume was 
awesome. Yeah, I love the costume, yeah. but the after effects, the after, I wasn't such a big fan of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The next item on the list is costumes for our kids. Did you ever come up with any cool costume ideas? It may, for your it may kids? be hard for listeners to believe, but I was not in charge of dressing children <laughs> for any holidays. Marsha, being a my wife, being a uh, kindergarten or first grade teacher, had boxes and boxes of dress ups sure. and costumes. Yep. So our kids got basically free reign of all of that stuff when they were little. The most popular one that I can remember was like a full fabric suit of like a dog. So that made its rounds between Emma. You know and what? I think I remember that. Yeah. I think that I remember made, you yep. stopping by here. Sure. With them, yeah. I think with we trick or treated with you guys yep. once. So that made its rounds like Emma wore it for three or four years in a row and then Celia wore it for three or four years in a row. I can remember both of them wearing it to the point where it was so small that instead of like the legs being full <laughs> legs, they were like, you know, Kulots. cut off at the knee. Kulots, yeah. yeah. Wow, I really like this dog costume, but it looks, it looks a little weird. I don't remember us doing, you know, like when they were in strollers, like, you know, dressing them up as a strawberry or any of that stuff. And I think it's just because we're lame. I don't think we... When our kids were babies, we had a couple different things. Okay. We had one, it was like an orange footy pajamas right. that was jack-o'-lantern based that they wore as babies the first sure. year. And then I think beyond that, we did some pretty simple costumes yeah. where it wasn't a lot of masks or store-bought stuff, but it was we bought... I bought because most of these were my idea. Uh, were uh, things to go along with them. So, like both girls dressed as Dora. Basically, oh. what I did was I bought a, a pair of orange fleece pants and a pink fleece yep. top. They already had the backpack to go with sure. it, so they went as Dora. The favorite costume that I did was actually with Natalie, and this is the one that I probably will remember the most. Is Natalie gonna like that you remember this? I don't think she's gonna <laughs> okay. care. Right. Uh, she wanted to go as a punk rocker. Oh yeah, she had combat boots that nice. she was wearing she got the ripped jeans uh yeah. the, the jean jacket and i also bought a bunch of hair glue oh the, yeah to spike the, her hair the, up the spike her hair up nice so what i did and this was a process and this was horrible and it took forever was we did a major faux hawk and it literally spiked her hair well, yeah, straight up long. about eight nine yeah. inches yeah i'm trying to think with lizard the the costumes that we did for her that's so she has a penchant for hard hats now yes she, i think it might oh, be, that's it might right. be waning a little bit but she has yeah a, a very large selection of hard hats yeah she, she ever, went as a construction yeah. worker that sure. was probably the, the the one that I had the most fun putting together with her yeah. was the tool belt, and, tool belt yeah. with the hammer and the, nice. the, yeah. I don't know what they're doing this year. I, I think Natalie's beyond trick-or-treat now. Yeah. She helped kind of hand out last sure. year. Number two, I don't know if she's doing it or not. This actually leads me into the next point of topic, yeah, trick-or-treats. Yeah. The way we do trick-or-treating in our house and the way we've kind of always done it, again, this may shock everyone that is listening, but I'm not the guy that sits at the door and hands out yeah, hands out candy to children. You're the guy that sits inside and eats the candy, <laughs> yeah, right? right. I don't know why we didn't have any candy this year. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to like squirrel my way in my office upstairs with no lights on and try yeah. to avoid everyone. Our neighborhood is pretty good. They have, you know, everybody participates mostly. And then there's a couple of stops that have like adult beverages and jello shots. Um, we just put a large bowl of candy on our front porch. And when we when they get home from doing the rounds, it's all gone. So that's kind of how we handle trick or treat. I don't think Emma does it. I think Emma's over it. Celia, I'm sure, will go out as something to, for the candy because, sure. you know, her and I. I tend to really, really like candy. <laughs> um, 
But, you know, she's, what, 10? So yeah. it's starting to get to the point where, like, the dress-up thing isn't that awesome anymore. It's not right. as much fun as it used to be. And yeah, We have so many opportunities now. When we were kids, it was Halloween night. Yeah. That was it. Yep. It was done. Your neighborhood. Maybe, Your neighborhood. Maybe, maybe you go to a friend's neighborhood and trick-or-treat as a group in one neighborhood, but you didn't go yeah. to like, multiple neighborhoods. Well, yeah. we had a really small town, so we basically covered one side of town pretty sure. much. Lately, and I don't know if you have seen or had exposure to this or not, but do you know what trunk or treat is? Yeah, we have it at our church. People just park in the parking lot, yep. open their trunks up. And Come de- in the parking decorate lot, the de- car. decorate the car, and then the kids would go from car to yep. car yep. and get candy. So one year... One year, my friend Scott and I set up a disco. Oh, in the we back of your car? We literally set up a nice. disco. He brought in a generator. I had the, oh, wow. I had the tent set up. Yeah. We, had a, we had a wood floor, lights, uh, strobe light, <laughs> the disco ball. Gee. DJ, I was doing the music. That kind of grew from year to year. Yeah, it seems like the last, I don't know, maybe even five years, neighborhood trick-or-treating, go to a friend's house because that town does it on a different night trick-or-treating. Right. Our town has a big Halloween party in the park, and so there's right. like a big over pavilion with a roof on it and they have a music and all kinds of stuff and then church has trunk or treat i think my kids have five different opportunities to fill their yeah. <laughs> thing with candy which is great for me because i have five opportunities to steal <laughs> to do the it, dad but, tax right yeah. yeah the dad tax again like you said both of their grade schools do the trunk or treat mm-hmm. in town here in menominee falls they do a business trick-or-treat oh. where it's like maybe a week or two before okay. actual Halloween where all the businesses open up and yeah. give out candy to the kids that come cool. through. Yep. In addition to that, then we've got the actual trick-or-treat neighborhood, neighborhood yep, yeah. which is the night that it should be. It's Halloween on Halloween night, night no regardless of is. what day it yeah. falls on. Yeah. It starts at, I think it runs from 6.30 to 9, wow. something like that. So it's it's done the way it's supposed yeah. to be done not this sunday afternoon crap right when i was a kid it was always on halloween night yeah i think like slinger picks a weekend night i don't think it's the halloween yeah, night it's terrible but our neighborhood does whatever they want you know <laughs> as a kid we used to go out and it was always a bonus whenever we came across a house that did what you did or what you yeah, do now yeah and Put leave the bowl, bowl of candy yeah. on the because you just dump the, the bowl into your yeah. I was that kid. Yeah, I, I figured you were. <laughs> me, me and my group of friends <laughs> yeah. were actually that those kids that we'd empty the full bowl. Yeah. And... I don't know nothing. Is, <laughs> I don't know how my. I don't know how this pillowcase got so full of candy. <laughs> it, it's crazy. <laughs> You know, there was always that house that gave like a full candy bar or right. like a quarter, which it, was like, holy That c- was hitting the jackpot Yeah, as and a so kid. we'd yep. all like switch costumes and go back to that house multiple times and try to get the <laughs> seven of the candy bars. You know, we had a big group of people. You know, we didn't egg a house or no. do anything like if the house didn't, if they didn't have candy, we did something to the house. We never really did that. No. I think we were just so hopped up on sugar, we couldn't think straight. Right. Well, it was just, let's get to the next house. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wait, this house want, doesn't have anything? Well, we got to move on. I want right? this bag is full. I'm right. not wasting my time. Right. I need to fill this bag. Did your parents make you like, don't eat anything while you're out there, bring it all home and lay it all out in a single layer on the floor and check for like needles in the candy bars and stuff? <laughs> Did they ever do any of that stuff? Yeah. yeah my mom used to do that yeah. too. Well, because that was a, the big story back right. in that time. Somebody where, put a pin in your so, candy bar. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that it ever happened. It was know. kind of like the whole Snopes. I never had any pins in any candy bar. I didn't right. either. Yeah. <laughs> And sorry, mom, but I didn't wait till I got home. There's no way I no, could wait. Uh-huh. No, I don't think any of us did. And I knew what candy my brother liked, and so I'd eat all that first. 
before I got home. That way, I'd, I don't have anything that he likes. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm sorry. Oh, you got all that that I like, and then I take half of his, too. <laughs> so, yeah. so our girls do the great candy trade. So oh, they'll, they'll yeah. come home. They would come home, dump their stuff on the floor, sort it out, and then they'd negotiate that. Yeah, and sure. Then, well, like, I'll give you three Starbursts for one Butterfinger. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Because yep. it's clearly a hierarchy well, in candy. Absolutely. Right. And Butterfinger is at or near the top. Right. It's the king of the. It it's clearly the king is. of the Halloween candy. Yep. Yeah. Snick- Those and Reese's. Yeah, Reese's. Yep. Uh, Snickers are up there. Probably yeah, not quite down, as much. Yeah. 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 I would say Butterfinger. Oh, it, yeah. And then you got like the Starburst are good, but they're individually wrapped and they're so hard to get open. They usually come in two packs now, which is not nearly enough. And then you have like the guy that gives you the apple. Like, what's their deal? (laughs) I mean, come on. Back when I was trick or treating, we got the apples and we also had the popcorn balls. I don't know if you remember those. What is the point? It's like, come on. If we ever did anything that was somewhat like a trick, we all took the apples and threw them at each other. I mean that you know apple fights, sure. apple fights. Yeah, because nobody's gonna eat that. One, apple. I remember one year there was a dentist that lived in the neighbor, na- one of the neighborhoods of my friends, and he gave out like toothbrushes, toothbrush. Yep. Yeah, I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> we didn't go back to that house. I mean, who who uses toothbrushes? There are some dentists that I've heard about that would actually do a candy buyback program. Oh really? Where, yeah, dude, I would have been all over that. Well, they you would take <laughs> take the candy that you collected, and they would buy it, and then they ship it over to right. soldiers over that are deployed. Sure. So I could have, so, as a kid, I could have made money off. The, you could have made money. Yeah, you got to find that. You got to find multiple houses where that bowl of candy's out in front, <laughs> and talk about raking it in. <laughs> They're going for poundage. Yeah, man. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually did that with the girls a couple of years, where I said, "Yeah, I'll give you five bucks now, and you can keep ten or fifteen yeah. Yeah, pieces sure. of your candy and everything else. I'm going to ship. Uh, <laughs> I'm using air quotes, which I realize are totally ineffective on a podcast. But you're going to ship it overseas. Yeah. Is that no, what, we is didn't. That what you're calling it? We didn't ship it overseas. <laughs> but what we did was we we hmm. used the stuff from trunk or treat uh-huh. to put in the bowl oh, for the actual. Sure. There you go. Neighborhood trick or treat. It's a zero sum balance then. Yes. Got it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that way I wasn't investing. Good thinking. It never. I never thought that far ahead. I thought, oh look, more candy <laughs> <laughs> for me. <laughs> One of the things that we talked about that kind of led to this episode is what age do you feel <laughs> should be the cutoff for trick or treating? I did a little personal reflection and research on this. Okay. And I called my mom because I don't have a very good memory. It's probably, I'm sure it's all the candy I've eaten in my life. Yeah, candy. (laughs) Candy. Uh, Again, air quotes, totally ineffective on a podcast. I stopped trick-or-treating freshman high school. So my last dress up and go get candy was eighth grade. And so when I got into high school, and my mom clearly remembers this, I think probably because it cut her candy consumption down too. (laughs) A friend of mine from the neighborhood, John Barber was his name, and I... He was a year older than me, and we decided we weren't going to trick-or-treat anymore, so we decorated our house. My mom never decorated anything, so we, like, that first year, man, we did it up. You know, we decorated the whole house, and we gave out candy. Sure. After that, I just stopped trick-or-treating because, you know, I just felt like I didn't want to dress up, and now there's candy in front of me. I don't have to go anywhere to get it. Right. You know, but I think it was that. So that was sort of my stopping point, eighth grade. You know, I get the appeal for maybe high school students to get into a group and dress up and have fun. I don't know that, like, going out and gathering candy from houses is... Like, if you want to have a Halloween party, fine. 
adults that trick or treat, I think, are nuts. I mean, <laughs> again, in my neighborhood, the only reason the adults go around a is because they're taking their kids around, and b because like every other house has hot toddies or like Jello shots. Sure. So I mean, that's that's a planned right. event. But they're so. not dressing up for the hot toddies or Jello. Most of them, anyway. Okay. Um, I mean, if your kids, so again, all these have conditions, right? Like if if your kids are in grade school and they're like, oh, mom, you have to dress up as part of the costume and we were a thing, like fine. But, like, don't dress up and go out on your own. As an adult, I mean, come on. Some of those mom costumes can yeah. be pretty good. <laughs> Again, <laughs> just one more reason why you don't need to be trick-or-treating as an adult. So <laughs> I have a different approach on this. Of course this. you do. I used to kind of feel the same way where if it was high school kids, I'm like, aren't you a little old to be doing this? And I also had some adults come to my door, not with kids. Did you give them candy? I did. What's wrong with you? Because what's... They deserve apples. <laughs> <laughs> if you're an adult, trick-or-treating, you don't deserve any candy. Go buy your own candy. I don't I don't have a problem with it. So I used to, I used to think that way. I really don't... They're out there having fun. What's it costing me? It's like 30 cents worth of candy. You're okay. So seriously, I mean it's I mean they're having fun. I get a good story out of it. Oh, did you see that person? Yeah, you hey, did you see that idiot that came to my door? <laughs> yeah. I, okay, it's a good story. So, you know, a lot of people will complain about high schoolers even going out and trick or treating. Yeah. Kind of like what you said, oh, you're too old for this. Yeah. No, for for me, if they if they should if be out is, drinking. <laughs> I'm just no, no. I'm just, I'm just kidding. If this is what they're doing, I mean, if they, I know. they're okay. not out there getting into trouble, they're Fine. enjoying themselves. The only thing that I have that bothers me if somebody comes to the door without a costume, yeah, unprepared, and okay, I know that I'm going to get comments here about well, some people. It's okay, we'll just punch are, them in the throat. Are, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't have a lot of money and can't afford costumes, and I call. They can be a hobo or a pirate. Exactly. I you know we. Didn't didn't have a lot of money That's growing right. up either. That's right. And it doesn't take much to find something, put yep. face paint on. Or, Bandana, yeah. eye patch, and a little bit of makeup for a beard. It, it's it's not. You could do a, a good costume. Go to Goodwill, for that matter. Yep. For two bucks, you can get a costume. Right. So I agree with that the high school kids are better served dressing up and doing something other point other, to Nate. other than drinking <laughs> and doing terrible things which of course we don't condone would you rather have them trick or treating or toilet paper in your yard oh boy i do not they better not toilet paper in my yard i'm going to first of all i don't paper. have any trees so <laughs> i again i i know people find that shocking <laughs> but the tallest tree i have i can reach the top of yeah um it's going to be covered in toilet yeah, paper well, this year by the way i don't know who it is and I'll just let the rain take care of it because I don't care. Maybe it'll kill the tree and then I won't have to deal with it. I understand what you're saying. The part that I don't like is, look, if you want to dress up with your friends and have fun, go have a party. Buy a bunch of candy and sit around and eat candy and you can hang out with your friends and do your thing. You don't need to like for go adults? around for both. You don't need to go around house to house with a bunch of children to get candy from strangers. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me if you're but an it, adult. But it's okay for kids, for little they're, kids They're to with do. their parents, typically. But you're still getting candy from strangers. I understand. So I don't understand why, why the distinction. Because if you're a high school kid or you're an adult. Why do you care so much? I don't. I don't care. I do care. <laughs> Yet it's firing you it up. It drives me crazy. <laughs> it drives me absolutely crazy. Why do I care so much? Because people should be better than they are. I don't know. Why? What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> it sounds good, though. I Again, 
they're not out getting into trouble. You know, as adults, yeah, it may be a little bit weird, but again, if they're dressing up, if they're getting into the spirit of it, I will not begrudge anybody coming to my door in a costume. I will give you candy. As well, long I'll, as you have I'll a costume. I'll keep that in mind. You have a costume <laughs> on and say trick or treat. I'll keep that in mind at the end of the month. <laughs> I'll dress up as a podcaster. <laughs> and no, it's got to be door. a hobo or a pirate. A hobo or a pirate. All right. It's a deal. You could probably I, pull I off could, the hobo pretty I, well I at this point in your life. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even have to change my clothes really that much. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah, you do look like a hobo. You do look like you're almost you're pretty much homeless. I'm not going to agree with you. You can take this bell and throw it in the garbage. No points for Nate. Um, well, I, wanna, I understand what you're saying, that what does it matter? Why do you care so much? What does it matter if somebody wants to dress up and have fun? It's not hurting anybody. It just isn't. It's not socially acceptable. Well, I don't care about that. That, I mean, again, <laughs> those of you that know me <laughs> should know by now. Well, I'm, I'm trying to get to the heart of this. Why does it? Why? Why, why does, does it, it bother, bother me so much? much? Yeah. I think what bothers me so much is that it just seems like it needs to be preserved as a pastime for children. Kids should go out and trick or treat and have fun, and it should be. I even like middle school, like the pen chance to. The pull to be not good when you're in a group of your friends dressed up without parents <laughs> is too great to just blanketly trust that everyone that is a high schooler or an adult getting together to put on a costume and run around a neighborhood to get candy. So, so you're thinking the crowd mentality or the mob mentality is going to start to rule the day. Right. And you're thinking it's going to be like... Uh, it's going to be like mass chaos. Right. <laughs> I think that it doesn't matter how much my daughter wants to not do bad things. If she gets into a group of friends all dressed up, walking around a neighborhood for candy. Well, there's always that temptation. Right. I just, I'm still okay, not let's, let's, agreeing with your right. point. When I was in middle school, we probably didn't do a lot of great stuff when we were out trick-or-treating. <laughs> I may have <laughs> been in it with a group of friends. We may have caused some trouble. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. Allegedly. Allegedly. I think the statute of limitations are up. <laughs> well, I, I just don't think, I think if you are an adult especially, and you want to get together with another group of adults and celebrate some random holiday and eat candy, then do that. But don't walk around to people's houses and expect them to give you candy. Just go buy your own candy and go sit in your house and eat it with your friends. It accomplishes the same thing. You just don't involve. But you're getting out and about. You're interacting with oh, people. You're, you're exercising. <laughs> you're getting your steps in. My Apple Watch completes its circle when I trick or treat. Is that what you're saying? That's going to be your new argument? No. All right. Not at all. And I'm not saying I'm going to do this. I'm not going to dress up and go out trick or treating. That's I, because you, know, you don't want to walk. Do, if anywhere. I were to. If, <laughs> point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me a point for that one. <laughs> Again, if somebody comes to my door in a costume, I'm gonna give them candy. I don't care. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. If somebody enjoy come, it. if an adult comes to my door in a costume, I'm gonna yell at him <laughs> and tell him to get off my lawn. You know what? I'm gonna take if if I get an adult this year that comes up to our house trick or treating, take their picture and I'm find out a, what their phone number is so I can yell. At I'm them. gonna get a selfie with them and I'm gonna put it on our page. All right. So good. This is a subject that I really think we need some listener feedback. I really, no. I, I'm, I'm encouraging you. You're encouraging me to what? Not you. Okay. 
by you, the this is the collective you oh, that are listening. The royal we? The, the, royal, the right. royal you. All right. All of you listeners that are out there, mm. we need your feedback. So either hit us up on Yay email or, nay, adult or social media. Give us your input, your thoughts on adult trick-or-treating. Maybe we can put on another survey, a yay or nay on adult trick-or-treating. Um, I want more detail than that, though. I want I want some backing to this. All right. I, I, I support your position. Defend your I position. I just think I'm going to win, so I just think I, a yay or nay would be fine. I think you're probably right <laughs> that most people, I, but I'm willing to bet that most people, while they probably wouldn't do it and they may think it's strange, are going to land in my camp where the, if they people- They just don't care? They just don't care, and if people come to their door, they're going to give them candy. I'm not. <laughs> oh, you're just a grumpy old man. That's it. Get off my lawn. That's what I'm saying. You're an adult. Go buy your own candy. What well, I got to give you candy for? You just hate Halloween. I do. You're right. <laughs> I like candy, though. Yes. So Easter, is Easter's kind of my thing. The you best, know, the best candy part. candy Easter. Yeah, there is candy. <laughs> so here's a question tied to Halloween. Haunted houses. What's your oh, take? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> I'm kind of with you there. Nope. Yeah. No. I'm, there's some there's some good ones in Milwaukee. Yeah. Um yeah, no. I I like I like horror movies until I sit and down and watch a horror movie and then I, <laughs> I always tell myself like what you like I, you like the concept yeah. of it but and then in I reality, go to it and I'm like, like what am I doing? Yeah. And then I leave the horror movie and I'm like that was awesome. <laughs> um like I'm not a big fan of the haunted house. Yeah, like, there's a couple in Milwaukee that that's their whole source of income. Like the right. only thing they do, yep. like, one or two months a year, they're they make all their money and they're like way into the haunted house thing. There's one down on the way to Racine. Um, I think there's one up in Richfield too. Yeah, that's and it's just like popular. You know, make you pee yourself. Mm-mm. I found everybody has a fight or flight reaction. <laughs> yeah, you can guess what mine is. What, what is- <laughs> <laughs> when it when it comes to yeah. being in stressful or scared yeah. situations like yeah. that, I found that ninety nine percent of the time I land on fight. Oh yeah, me too. So yeah, it's pretty much a hundred percent of the time. I don't for me. I don't go to these places because I know it's fake. But when it right. when you get that yeah. you know startled jump out at you type stuff, you punch some dude. I would end up punching somebody <laughs> in the face. Yeah, it just doesn't. <laughs> Which is not what you want And then do. the haunted house yeah. will be over for the evening. Yeah, right. I'd be right. ruining it for everybody else. Right. So it's just, right. it's not my thing. Yeah. I, I yeah. you know, I don't like it. I don't like horror movies. It's weird you know. because I do really like horror movies and I go to a lot of them and I'm in there and I'm like, what am I doing here? And then I get done <laughs> and I'm like, that was awesome. Like that, it's just something about, I mean, you're in the theater, it's not. I mean, there's nobody coming at you, right? It's right. a movie. And so I can right. separate my brain from that. We have some friends that we used to do this a lot more than we do now, and now that our kids are older and we don't have any money. But So we have a friend group, Joe and Tammy, where Tammy loves horror movies and Joe doesn't. So Marsha and Joe would go see some like chick flick, and Tammy and I would go see a horror movie or whatever. Like It's just awesome. You know, I love that tension until I'm there, and then I hate it, and then yeah. I get done. But like haunted houses, same as you. Like, look, I'm not running from anything. <laughs> Right? I mean, well, if you're coming at me with a gun, I'm not going to outrun the bullet. <laughs> so I'm going to just either just shoot me or we're going to fight over it. And, you know, frankly, if you're coming after me with a knife, I'm probably not outrunning you either. So we're going to have to fight. So there's no flight. Or chainsaw. Right, or- anything. There's no flight. I mean, I'm just – running isn't in the cards. So I have to stand and fight. And so if I go to a haunted house and somebody, like, jumps out at me, I'm probably going to punch him. Again, I'm not a violent person. I don't go out looking for violence. But the same thing is, it's just a natural reaction. This fight or flight, and so I'm going to punch everything that comes at me. <laughs> it's just all getting punched in the throat. In the throat. 
And yeah, I'll probably spend a night in jail and the haunted house will be closed down. Nobody wants that. So yeah, no, no, no on the haunted houses. One of the other things that have become popular, probably I would say over the last 10 years or so, has been corn mazes. Yep, nope, not, nope. <laughs> not Wa- Walking aside. Yeah, well, first of all, there's the walking aspect. It's not going to be part of my plan, but I don't know. I just, do I want to pay somebody to go get lost in something and then just walk out through the corn? Right. I'm not the type of person that's like, well, oh, this is such a challenge for me. I'll I'll never find my way home. I'm just like, well, this is fun, and I turn Follow right. Follow the row, yeah. And I turn right and <laughs> leave the corn maze, right? Yeah. Eventually, this cornfield will end, right? and I will not be in it anymore. Now, does your take on the cornfield maze stem back to your <laughs> My crummy job? Working in the cornfield? I was thinking probably. I mean, <laughs> you know, I spent lots of hours walking through a cornfield. I don't know. I just doesn't. It doesn't seem like fun. I've done it once. It wasn't. It's not like solving a math problem where like you, right. know, you get into it and you're like sense of accomplishment and you're really tasking yourself and and it's not fun to just walk around a cornfield for me. I did that for well, a living and got paid for it and it wasn't fun. And the other thing it's not is it's not like you're never going to get out of here. It's, it, <laughs> right. You know, there's no. Right. So if, yeah. if there if there was some sort of <laughs> there's you know, no chance the for game. catastrophe. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If you don't get out of this maze, you'll starve to death. No, right, no, right. no, I'll just turn right and it'll, yeah, all, it'll all be walk, fine. Yeah. I'll follow the row of corn until right, I'm out on right. the road or whatever. At some yeah. point, again, I guarantee at some point this will end. Yes. This row of corn <laughs> will end at some point, and then I'll know where I am. That's really all I had on my list. Andrew and I, I think I mentioned on our social media that we did have a meeting earlier today, and we planned out. AJ hey, O'Brady's. Yeah. Yeah. We, we planned out our topics that we're going to cover for the next several months, actually. Yep. And we also updated our list of other future show topic ideas. Yep. But we really want to encourage the listeners. We're looking for your feedback. Is there a topic that you'd like to see us bring back? Is there yeah. something you know that we covered that you'd like us to take a different spin on? Reach out to us on social media or email, or we actually have our Google number now. Yeah, Google phone number. We want to hear what your ideas are for the show. So what would you like us to talk about? Chances are, again, I I know you all find this very hard to believe, but chances are Nate and I have probably pretty strong opinions about just about everything you've ever thought of that you want to have people talk about. Or we'll form opinions. Snap snap opinions opinions on the spot. Right, yeah. I hate it. I love it. Expand. And so, so, <laughs> sometimes it, we are, in some areas of our life, we are diametrically opposed. Yes. We, we have no problem nope. getting into t- discussions about things. Especially because I'm always right. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> so hit us up on social media. Our Google number, 262-345-7076. Again, 262-345-7076. You can leave us a message. Leave us a message. Uh, be Maybe f- we'll answer. Be, f- <laughs> uh, be funny, though, because it could make it on yeah. the air on, yeah. the, on one of the shows. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, be funny. Don't swear. Eh, no, swear, no, I'll beep you out. He'll beep you out. All right, swear all the time. Make it harder for Nate to edit. <laughs> beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep, beep. <laughs> that was a great phone call. <laughs> so, again, spread our message. If you want to you know, tell a friend or two or three or share, yeah, share a page. We try to reach deep. more people, right? So, yep. we want to try to get um, our message out know, more. You know, if you want to go on... 
one of the streaming sites and leave a positive review, that would be awesome. But really, what what we really would appreciate is that you just uh, tell your friends. And we've got some other cool stuff coming up. Well, we're going to be coming out with uh, some merchandise yep. lines here at some point yep. in the near future. Yep. Hit us up on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. Yep. Yep. Call uh, the number 262-345-7076. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yep. We appreciate it. Ten episodes. Have a great month, and we'll talk to you all soon. Take it easy. Bye. <laughs>support for two beards please provided by cedarburg associates at thriven financial while others see money as a goal cedarburg associates see it as a tool for serving god family and community find out more by contacting cedarburg associates at 262-421-5467 or by emailing cedarburg associates at thrivent.com